0: star wars 7x7 episode 793 today it's a rebels briefing we're looking at rebel resolve this is season one episode 12 of the star wars rebels cartoon series punch it chewy hi this is trisha barr author of ultimate star wars and host of fangirls going road and you're listening to star wars 7x7 the only daily star wars podcast Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7 by 7 I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and Rebel Resolve is part of what so far appears to be a three-episode story arc in Star Wars Rebels, continuing from the last episode where Kanan was captured by the Empire. And I say what appears to be a three-episode story arc because I know that it has to be resolved in the next episode, which is Fire Across the Galaxy. That's episode 13 from season 1, but I don't know if it continues on into season 2 because 13 is the last episode in the season. But for now, let's content ourselves with talking about Rebel Resolve. So it comes down to this. Do they find Kanan or don't they find Kanan? And Hera has a conversation with the secret agent Fulcrum who recommends that they go into hiding and leave Kanan be. That he is not as important as the overall mission and their mission is to be doing things against the Empire in secret and not creating transmissions that end up getting them targeted. Because, as Fulcrum notes, the transmission that they made last episode has garnered attention at the highest levels of the Empire, which is possibly a little more attention than they want at this early date in the Rebellion. So Hera says no way to everyone for a rescue mission, and that of course doesn't sit well with Ezra, who hatches a plan to find Kanan, and he can sense through the force that Kanan is not being held in the normal prison facility on Lethal, but he doesn't necessarily know where to go to find him, but he knows who to ask that would be the crime lord Vizago, because they tried getting the information the normal way, or at least what passes for normal for this rebel cell, which in this case involved hijacking an Imperial Scout Walker and trying to break in to the Imperial data network, and unfortunately finding out that the entire network is down, of course, because of that communications tower shoot down. So Ezra, Sabine, and Zeb sneak off to visit Vizago, and Vizago initially won't help them find out where Kanan is, and despite the protestations of Sabine and Zeb, Ezra reveals that both Kanan and he are Jedi, and Vizago doesn't initially believe it until Ezra levitates something and nearly drops it on Vizago, and Vizago says, whoa, okay, I guess this is real, and Ezra has to basically give Vizago a blank check. uh, Anything that Vizago wants, which is, you know, a favor from a Jedi, oof, yeah, that's a pretty heavy thing. And Vizago reveals that there are droid couriers being used by the Empire to get information off of Lothal and up into space. So the rebels decide to hatch a plan to get the droid courier. And Hera does go along for the ride after her initial anger with Ezra and the rest of the team for disobeying her orders about going to find Kanan. So they paint Chopper the color of the droid courier and send him up in the droid courier's place... Of course, Chopper gets done what needs to get done. He finds out where Kanan's being held and there's a daring rescue of Chopper from an Imperial ship in space, which involves Chopper getting out of an airlock along with a few stormtroopers who sadly have to pay the price for this. Well, maybe not that sadly, but you know. And Chopper rockets away and gets picked up by the Ghost to deliver what turns out to be some very bad news. So Kanan has been held on Governor Tarkin's ship, and he's been mind-probed to no effect, and the Inquisitor says, well, the Jedi can experience pain, so let's try and get some information about the Rebels out of him that way. So they shock him for a good long while, and it never really works. The Inquisitor actually even tries sort of a, you know, mind control slash mind invasion thing, the same kind of thing that Kylo Ren tried on Rey in The Force Awakens, and it has basically the same effect, which of course leads to more pain from the Inquisitor and zapping and so forth. Which leads our old favorite Governor Tarkin, who is already impatient with this whole process and thinking it's taking way too long, to say, we gotta transfer him somewhere else. We're gonna take him somewhere where Jedi definitely give up anything that we need them to give up. And that is what the Rebels discover after downloading the information from Chopper and discovering what has happened to Kanan and where he's going. So, drumroll please... He's going to Mustafar. Yes, indeed. The lava planet from Revenge of the Sith. Harris says that Kanan has rarely ever mentioned Mustafar, but the only thing he's really said about it is that it's a place where Jedi go to die. And that's where the episode ends, with a to-be-continued card flashing on the screen. This is a slam-bang episode. They seem to be really ramping up toward their season finale, which is awesome. I'm really enjoying it. And the episode itself is not without its moments of comedy, of course. Particularly around Zeb taking a shine to the Imperial droid courier, who proves himself useful when they're in the midst of the rescue mission of Chopper. They're taking fire from the Imperial ship, and there's actually literal fire on the ghost, and the Imperial droid puts out the fire with his fire extinguisher, which certainly pleases Zeb, and I'm sure everybody else who would have known that that happened. And after they get Chopper back on board and get back down to Lothal, they talk about how, well, maybe they should keep this droid, and Chopper actually knocks him off the ship. And the droid falls what must be like tens of thousands of feet and yet survives the fall. It actually pops up in a field somewhere in the fall and next to a couple of Lothcats who purr invitingly. But yeah, I was kind of stunned by the fact that it was able to fall so far and not get smashed into bits. So that was rather remarkable. They never showed it having any sort of jet capability like Chopper does. So I don't know if it was able to slow down its fall or anything like that? I don't know. Yeah, it survived the drop, which is pretty impressive. Anyway, Chopper knocking it off of there, trying to kill it, and Zeb, of course, says, I should have seen that coming, but anyway. It's a great episode, and if you haven't checked out the Rebel series, you know, this is a particular thing, I think, about some Star Wars fans. I think there are lines about where people want to pursue their fandom, and If you're on the fence about the cartoons and thinking, well, I don't want to watch it, it's just Star Wars cartoons, they're definitely not doing this just for the kids. They are doing this for fans like you and me as well. And I pointed out in our last Rebels briefing about the scene in the previous episode where Tarkin has the Inquisitor kill the Commandant and the Taskmaster who had been sort of comical figures that take the edge off the Empire a little bit for the younger viewers, well, with them getting murdered in cold blood, executed by their superior, basically. That definitely turned a corner, and I feel like my opinion on that has been carried through in the new episode in Rebel Resolve or at least the episode that followed it I guess not exactly a new episode anymore. So I'm very excited to check out the season finale. I hear there's a big reveal <laughs> that happens in it, but we'll get to that very soon. In fact, we're going to get to it a day earlier than we normally would because next Sunday is our 800th episode and we're going to do something different on that day. So we're going to advance our schedule a little bit and Friday will be our Clone Wars briefing and Saturday will be our Rebels briefing coming up this week so stay tuned for that and stay tuned after the break for your trivia question hey rebel rouser Hey, you're back. Thanks for sticking with me. Here's your trivia question, and answer for that matter. You might need this. Last time we asked you how many times Finn was called a traitor in The Force Awakens, and that's two. Today's question, who are the two people who call him that? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you test out your new robot hand... Check out SW7X7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'll be able to do even more with the show for you with your support at Patreon.com SW7X7. It's not the Rebel Fleet, it's Destiny Unleashed.